everyone. Hi, single mums. I just wanted to do a short episode on introducing myself. I wanted to tell you a bit about me and how I became a single mum and what you can expect from this podcast and how often they will be released and all that sort of thing. So just a little bit about me. I started dating my ex in 2011 and we'd been friends for a number of years and we just started dating. We were both working fly in, fly out at a mine site. I was living in Sydney and flying in and out of Queensland and he was living in Queensland but flying in and out of the same mine site. So when we started dating, we'd been friends for quite a few years. The relationship sort of moved forward quite quickly. We both decided that we wanted to move to WA. I think I was quite keen on doing a stint there as a as an engineer and he had previously spent a number of years there and he wanted to move back and he really loved living in Perth. So when we moved to Perth it sort of made sense to move in together and you know within six months we had decided to try and have a baby. So that's sort of how we started going, how we started you know how our relationship started but we were very very different people so just some examples our families are very different in terms of I'm very close to my family and I'll speak to them several times a week see them as often as I can that sort of thing he rarely rarely spoke to his family and he he thought it was really bizarre that I wanted to spend Christmas with my family he you know he was like you're not a child anymore whereas for me I was like what that's you know that's what families do we spend Christmas together so I'd spent a number of years traveling and I loved, I loved traveling and, you know, loved experiencing different cultures and meeting new people and that sort of thing. And he was a few years older than me and he was 37 when we met and, well, when we started dating and he'd never even left Australia before. And I was very, I'm still very close to my friends. I see my friends, lots of my friends as often as I can and I speak to them regularly on the phone. And he did have a few core friends, but he could go months without speaking to them and be fine and then just catch up every couple of years. So it was sort of very different. We're, we're just very, very different people. Um, when we when we started trying for our baby, um, we tried the first month and unbeknown to me, became pregnant that first month. So, I mean, we were really, really lucky and I know there's a lot of people who struggle to get pregnant and I wasn't expecting to get pregnant that quickly but that's what happened. But meanwhile, we were sort of having a few problems in the relationship because of these differences that we had and that we couldn't agree on things. And, you know, for example, wanted to go on a holiday with my mum and he thought that was really strange. It was almost like a jealousy, you know, why why you need to go on a holiday with your mum type thing. And I was sort of like, well, you know, I've already booked this in. I've booked this in, you know, ages ago before we even started dating. You know, that's, that's what I'm doing. Another occasion that really stands out in my head, and this happened right after, uh, this happened in that month that we were trying to get pregnant, and it happened, I didn't know that at the time, but I was already pregnant. So what happened was I was at work, and then we went with some of our clients to... um, to the pub next door to work to have a few drinks with the client. So it was a sort of work situation... Anyway, he, he was planning on picking me up from work and I said, look, don't worry about it. I've got to go to this, you know, drinks thing and um, 
I will just get a taxi back later. It won't be that late. I'll only be there for an hour. He said, well, don't worry about it. I'll just pick you up after that hour. But he was really, he was not happy about it at all. And then while I was at the pub, he suddenly turned up and he started yelling at me, swearing, going, what the fuck are you doing? Who the fuck are all these people? You know, and I was absolutely mortified. I was sitting there with my colleagues and my clients going, oh my God, this is so inappropriate. So after that, I sort of thought, shit, I think I've got to get out of this relationship. We're not, we're not really very well suited. And I, I'm a very independent person and I can't, I just cannot deal with that sort of jealousy and possessiveness. I can't deal with it. So anyway, I decided that we should break up. About a week later, I found out I was pregnant, which was a huge shock. As I said, I wasn't expecting to get pregnant that first month. And I was just like, I was so happy because having a family was, is just everything I've always wanted. But at the same time, I was like, shit, what the hell am I supposed to do now? So, you know, I've told my family, they were like, oh my God, what are you going to do? You know, and I, I, I did about four pregnancy tests and I went to the doctor and this was all on the same day. I was just like, oh my God, freaking out. And then at the end of the day, I rang my ex and told him the news and he was really happy and I was really happy as well. And, you know, we decided that we should just try and work this out. So we started seeing a counsellor and this counsellor is, well, we saw her for almost a year all up. Anyway, the pregnancy was quite tumultuous. It was sort of very up and down and we'd argue a lot. It was the same sort of controlling behavior. I'd put on makeup to go to work. He's like, who are you trying to impress? I was like, I'm just trying to, you know, present myself well at work. And anyway, it was just all a bit of a nightmare. When I was about six months pregnant, we broke up again and I moved out. And after about a month, I thought, oh my God, the last thing I want is to be having a baby and be a single mom. I can't do this. It was was a really stressful pregnancy for me. And after a month of living out, I decided I had to to try and work it out with him. And we were continuing with the counsellor and it was helpful, but I mean, it was, we weren't really getting anywhere because we are just so different and we could not see eye to eye on certain things. And in March of 2013, my beautiful daughter was born, happiest day of my life. But it was also really sad because I also, I always thought that when you have a baby, you know, you're in this really loving relationship and, you know, it's, it's just something so nice that you can share together. And for me, it was not like that at all. It was really, it was the best day of my life, but it was also a little bit sad because it wasn't the sort of, the relationship wasn't where I wanted it to be. Anyway, so we continued seeing the counsellor and um, we just fought on, like just continuously after my daughter was born and we just disagreed on everything. We disagreed on parenting. And I just think having a child is so underrated in any relationship. I think having a child is one of the biggest strains that that can be put on any relationship and there's not enough preparation for it. And even the best of relationships, I think, will struggle with suddenly having a child. It's absolutely life-changing. And if you have different opinions on things like parenting, it's really difficult. And for me, like my daughter was crying and you know all I wanted to do was pick her up and comfort her and we all know that babies 
cry because they are either hungry or cold or sick or they want comfort and they're not they're not trying to just do it for attention well he didn't he didn't see it like that he thought I was spoiling my daughter and he thought that she was going to turn into a brat and you know the healthcare nurse came over and she said no 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 you cannot you cannot spoil babies enough that's what they need and anyway she my daughter would cry and he would be like don't pick her up and you know it was really awful for me and I just it caused so much stress he had about a a month at home and then went back to work so he was flying in and out again and having a week a week on and a week off and I started to just enjoy these weeks where he was away more and more and it was just like peace and quiet and I just had the best time with my daughter and we'd used to go on these long walks and just be together and catch up with friends and anyway there was all the it was really stressful when he was home for me and I think my daughter could sort of feed off the stress levels and the anxiety it was just you know, it was a really sort of toxic environment and we were either screaming at each other or just not even speaking and not even, you know, acknowledging each other. It was horrible. So one day when we were seeing the counsellor, I said to her, at what point do do we just say, look, maybe we're not meant to be. Maybe we cannot work this out because we will never agree to to what we should do. You know, we were trying to work out what he would be happy with with me seeing my family. And I sort of said, I want to go to Sydney every, you know, three months or something. His, his opinion on it was, you know, once a year. It wasn't really, we we couldn't agree. There was no sort of compromise. I That was something that I couldn't compromise on. And anyway, so then um, it just became harder and harder. And there are a lot of factors, other factors as well that sort of led to it. But at the end of the day, we just decided it wasn't going to work. And the three of us, me and my ex and the counsellor, we all sort of decided that the best thing to do was for me to move back to Sydney. That's where I had all my support and my family and friends and my ex was working fly in, fly out anyway so he could sort of come and visit and we'd work it out and what we agreed was that I'd fly to Perth every four months and he'd fly to Sydney every four months so that there was sort of a two-month overlap and we would just try and figure it out and Skype and see how we go. So yeah, I moved back to Sydney and that's how um, I found myself suddenly as a single mother. And it was a really, it was a, it was a tough time, but it was also, it was also one of the best times of my life because I just felt such a relief of not being in an unhappy relationship anymore and not being in a toxic environment environment anymore. And it was just like, you know, I was really excited to just start being happy and getting finding me again I just totally lost myself I'd sort of turned into this timid person who was too scared to even say that I wanted to catch up with my friends because it was too much drama and it took me a while to sort of get myself back again and it's so strange to think back on it now because I'm such a sort of strong independent woman and if I don't like something I really stand up for it and you know it's it's I don't know how I sort of got myself into that position but anyway I'm back so (laughs) it's all good now but yeah so when I moved back I didn't really because when I was living in Perth I had I joined a mother's group which you know most people do when their babies are born and um, I didn't have one in Sydney so I didn't really know anybody with babies and I had a few friends with kids but none of them either in Sydney or with young babies like I had so I I sort of went along to one of the mother's groups that one of the nurses 
recommended to me and I didn't really feel like it was a right fit for me. I didn't, I was the only single mom. I really felt quite alone sort of in the parenting sort of, I, I couldn't relate. I couldn't have, I didn't have the same sort of challenges it seemed as other people. And it just, I don't know, I just really felt quite alone. So I decided to start the single mums group for my area and I just met the most amazing women and so many of those women are now really close friends of mine and some of my best friends now are women that I've met from that group that I created and it's all single mums and you know all from different circumstances and why they became single everybody has a different story but um it it was just um just such a joy to meet other women in my in my sort of situation and when I started the group I sort of just became really passionate about doing what I could to help single mothers so I've sort of you know I try to create lots of get-togethers for single moms and just be supportive and you know when you first become a single mom it's really just scary and you have all these questions and you don't know what to do and it's just so nice to have other people around you who are going through the same thing or have been through it and can offer you some good advice. And now I feel like I've sort of come out the other side of it and I've learned some great things and I've met all these beautiful, beautiful women. And I guess that's sort of where the idea for this podcast came from because I wanted to I wanted to have a place where I could share stories and talk to other women and yeah, just sort of share experiences and our journey together and yeah different things and tips I've learned along the way and I've also got a website single mother survival guide which is singlemothersurvivalguide.com and there's lots of tips on there and there's lots of different stories and there's a blog and all sorts of things you can read about um, research on how separation affects children that sort of thing so I guess what you can expect from this podcast is a whole range of discussions, you know, based on things such as social stigma of being a single mom, um, tips for single moms, like travel tips or whatever, getting out of the house, work tips, you know, work-life balance tips, emotional issues, um, you know, how the budget will affect single moms, personal budgeting, Um, resources for assistance if people are really struggling you know with food bills Um, child support information domestic violence issues then just parenting stories or you know talking about parenting issues dating all sorts of things that maybe normal parents don't have to deal with and um, it's (laughs) it's quite interesting dealing with parenting and dating at the same time Um, online security, what I call finding your tribe, which is for me the, the, the tribe that I've found in all these amazing single moms that has just been so supportive, all that sort of stuff. So the advantages of being a single mom, the disadvantages of being a single mom, there's, yeah, lots of things to talk about. I'm going to have interviews with people. Some of them are experts in their field. Some of them are fellow single moms who happy to share their stories with us and yeah so we'll just go from there so I'm hoping to release an episode every week and I really am excited and I hope that you will enjoy going on this journey with me okay talk to you next time bye-bye